Welcome to the Rooted in Starlight podcast. I am your host, Trisha M., and welcome to the first episode. Today is 11-11. We have a first quarter moon in Aquarius. I've titled, and I must say, I'm very happy to be here. I am very happy and excited that you are here as well. Um, And I hope that we are going to have a beautiful journey of conversations that are going to be about the sky, the cosmos, the conversations that they have and how those conversations impact us. Because for me, that's part of the passion that I have with astrology is that I see it as a conversation. It's a conversation between the cosmos and between us. And there are times when we're very aware of that conversation. And then there are times when we are not. Depending on your interest, it might be something you've never even thought about. It might be something you've done, you know, at parties or, you know, if you've been out and you just happen to pass, you know, one of the tarot reading or psychic uh, psychic reading uh, stores that storefronts that can be out um, and you might have walked past and, you know, popped in. <clears throat> but for me, astrology is a language and it's a language that I've been studying for many, many years. Um, And so to be able to be at this place of actually having a podcast now where I get to spend, um, I get to spend time on a weekly basis discussing the energies of the universe, the energies of the planets and how they impact our energy and how those energies are within us. They've been within us even before we drew our first first breath. And so that's part of what I'm hoping this show will be able to um, facilitate for those that are tuning in. So I welcome you all. And again, my name is Trisha M., I'm using just the first letter of my last name because it's a little bit long and I'm kind of like, eh, we'll just shorten it, make it a little easier. Uh, Today is 11-11. I deliberately picked this day as the day that I wanted to launch my podcast. And part of that was actually a lot of what was going on last year. Uh, I'm someone that believes in many of the esoteric uh, um, esoteric paths, astrology and tarot are the uh, biggest ones that I have worked with and studied for decades. Um, but I also have studied and worked with crystals. Uh, crystals very much tie into both astrology and tarot. I um, work with Reiki which is all about us understanding our energy and our energy centers and where they come from. 
And I've also worked with numerology. I usually work with numerology with Tarot, um, but I started getting into it um, probably a few years ago when I was getting fascinated with the fact that you really could see certain numbers. You would have periods in your life where just certain numbers were always there, whether it was 777 or 123 or... And one of the things that was happening for me in 2020, which was probably one of the few positive things that was happening, is that I was seeing 1111 a lot. And I didn't quite understand why, because we spent pretty much the first half of the year um, in lockdown and, you know, there wasn't, certainly wasn't much happening. And for me personally, I got into a place where I felt that I needed to be very, very careful about what I did for that year. Obviously, we were all going through some um, traumatic changes. And and for some of us, you know, you just kind of had the foundation knocked from under you. And so for me, I, there was this moment where I just almost would need it to work every day, just having hope and believing that things were going to get better and, um, and whatever I was working on in 2019, if I couldn't get back to it, it would be okay. And I just started realizing that no matter what I, where I was or what I was doing, I would see 11-11 a lot. And so obviously I was looking it up for different meanings. Um, some of them at certain times I thought applied. And then there were other times where I would just kind of chuckle at what I was reading and coming across because considering that my life slowed down drastically last year, um, one of the um, vibrations for 1111 is about having um, success and almost like how it's your turn. And I just remembered thinking, well, I don't see how that's happening, you know, this year with the pandemic and, you know, other crises going on all at the same time. Um, and then we moved into this year and 2021, I think most of the people that I have spoken with, um, you know, my close family and, and friends, 2021's been very challenging. It's definitely been, I think, even more a year of change than last year. I think 2020 might have been the year that set us on the path to change. And 2021 came in as that first year of this is what some of the changes are going to look like. And so... I started out, I would definitely say I started out this year a little slow, you know, and we were still being very cautious. And I think for me, it was probably around the summer, summertime when I realized that um, I was able to kind of get back to what it was I was doing in 2019 and making some plans. And one of the things that I was actually thinking about in 2019 and working towards was doing some kind of podcast and initially doing that. I didn't have much knowledge about podcasts. I mean, I've listened, I listened to a few, most of them are, um, 
related to the interest in the path that I follow. So I just thought, oh, I'll just, you know, start putting videos together and put something out on YouTube. And then it happened that in the fall of this year, I actually came across a class on podcasting and I took a leap of faith and signed up for it. And it's been an amazing and magical ride ever since. And it's been truly transformational. And that's part of how I'm here. I am not sure that I'd even be doing this had I not taken that class. I have a feeling that I might have still been in the, oh, I'm working on it stage. And I'm sure that most of you know what that can be like. Um, so one of the things for me, I, I feel like the change that started even prior to the class showing up in my Facebook feed was my birthday came in. My birthday is July 31st. Um, so one of the obviously astrology and tarot uh, are the two topics I'll be speaking um, the most about on this podcast, but I will also be tapping into uh, various healing moda modalities, um, especially because, like I said, I'm someone that uh, has studied and worked with Reiki, and I will be coming to you once a week, and we will be bringing guests on that will probably be starting, I would think, maybe in a few weeks. I definitely knew I kind of needed to kind of get my legs under me with um, podcasting and kind of see what kind of groove and rhythm I can be in um, before I start inviting people onto the show. Although I am right at that, that place where I'm making the list and checking it twice, so to speak, um, because I know there's going to actually be several people from the class that I'm in that I will want to have on the show because there are a lot of talented people in that class. There's a lot of very evolved people that have had amazing lives, uh, lots of challenges that they've overcome, as we all have. Um, and I will definitely be getting into some of my challenges and, you know, how my life unfolded the way that it did. Uh, but I will definitely also have the guest on that will be able to speak to that and speak to transformation and the um, power of transformation and also the the scariness of it and, you know, the the fear of how we can sometimes just be so afraid to change that we think, just not doing anything is better than stepping into the unknown. Um, but I definitely feel that at this state where I'm at, having taken this class, stepping into the unknown was the best thing that I could have done. Um, one of the things that I do every year for my birthday is I work with a tarot card and I will definitely be doing an episode where I explain the uh, both birthday tarot card. But normally, the tarot is something that 
it's all, again, it's all about a journey, which is just like what astrology is. It's about a journey. For us individually, that journey is about what kind of map we were given, what kind of treasure map we came into this world with. And with that treasure map, do we engage with it so that we know what the conversation is that's going on inside us? Um, and then how does that conversation within us tie into and work with the energetic conversation that happens every day outside of us with the continual movement of the planets and the stars. So that's very much what I will be delving into each week here. And um, it's very much been a journey that I've taken personally. And I know for me, a lot of the guests that I'll have on may not be people that studied astrology, but they certainly will be able to identify moments in their lives and periods in their lives where they had, you know, major changes and transformations happening and were able to find the tools that they needed to be able to walk through that transformation and then come out on the other side of that with something new and something, something probably more fabulous than, than they thought. And that will definitely be some of the conversations that we will be having here as well. But for this uh, particular episode, what I'd like to just cover and touch on briefly is the tarot card that I'm working with, that I've been working with since my birthday this July. And that was, or that is the tower, um, which for anyone that is familiar with tarot at all, you know that the number 16 card, the tower, very much is a card that speaks for itself. It's pretty much a card where you have a lightning, literally lightning strikes coming from heaven and breaking apart a tower while, and people are flying out of the building. And I remember as I was coming towards my birthday, I knew that was the card that my birthday was ushering in. And so I started researching, oh, when did I have that again? You know, I've been on the planet for several decades now. So when was it that I had that card show up before just so that I could get an idea of what my year might be like? And one of the more fascinating things that I found out in the research that I did was I could not find another year that I've been on this planet where I actually worked with the number 16 tower card. And I did research, I think it was four different times because the first time I did it, I was in a rush. And so I was doing it kind of quickly and I got to this place where I was very current. I came and I was literally like looking at like the last 10 years 
and all the cards were lining up like, okay, you know, 2018 was this card and then 2019 was this and 2020. And so they were all leading directly into uh, the tower for, for this year. And so I obviously initially thought, well, you've made a mistake. There's obviously some other year that you had to have worked with this card. And so I was like, you're going to go back to this when you have more time and you're just going to sit quietly, go through the years and see where number 16 shows up. And so I did that and I still could not find the card showing up again. And then I did it one other time where I made sure that I made a lot of space for myself so that I could research it. And again, I just couldn't see it showing up when I would have been working with it. And so then I just kind of got into a state of like, oh, I have no idea what that means. Like, what is a year going to be that I'm working with one of the more profound cards in the deck that you know is going to bring about change and I'm coming off of you know a year where there was this a lot of change and so there was this moment for me where I was almost dreading my birthday and then I just started researching the tower again I was taking you know do a lot of breathing and I was doing some meditation and me and one of my friends actually she was doing her own research and then I was doing mine. And at one point I realized that what, several of the meanings for this card are all about the breaking down and the breaking through of obstacles and stagnation and habitual self-sabotage habits that no longer serve you. And so at one point I was in that place where I thought, oh, this could actually end up being an interesting year because if that's going to happen, then it's almost this invitation to be open for anything and be ready for my world to be turned upside down. But I was holding on to that positivity thinking, okay, let's hope that it's just going to be turned upside down in a, in a positive way. And that is very much what's been happening certainly since um, September and the probably actually since my birthday, I mean, August was actually a really good month as well. And then we came into the fall and, um, you know, I had an opportunity to take a free, uh, boot camp just to learn about podcasting. And then from there, this class was offered and it was just, my world's been turned upside down, <laughs> but in a good way. <laughs> and it has definitely brought about changes where if anyone would have said to me, even just last year, oh, you know, no worries. You know, this time in November of 2021, you'll be launching a podcast where you can actually talk about the thing that's been living in your heart that you've had passion for that no matter what has happened in my life, no matter what kind of changes I've been through, 
Um, the astrology and the tarot have just always been there for me. They are always the place that I go to first. And they're the place that reminds me of the other magic that exists in this world. Um, so that's one of the things that if someone would have told me I would have actually been doing this this time this year, I would have just probably laughed at them <laughs> thinking there's no way that's happening. Um, so it's amazing to be having it happen. And like I said, that's part of why I'm so excited to be here. And I'm just open to a path that lies before me right now that I have no idea what it fully looks like. Um, and that's an amazing place to be in our lives. I know that on some level for a lot of us, that's where we were last year. And having that situation and know that, you know, that was a little scarier that the idea of, oh, what does it look like? Who knows? What's it going to be? Who knows? Um, it definitely brought me into 2021 very guarded and feeling like I needed to protect myself on a lot of different levels and cer certainly emotionally and spiritually. And so there was a part of me that just really closed up and you know, pulled the shades down and thought, oh, yeah, I'm just not going to let anything touch me this deep. And, and so it's been a slow process for healing. It's certainly been a slow process of opening myself up again and really saying to the universe, I'm here and I am willing to receive and I'm willing to evolve and I'm willing to trust that I don't have to know exactly what that's going to look like from day to day or month to month. And that's definitely a scary place to be. So I get that for all of us when we get into those places and we're kind of like, I don't know if I want to do that. Um, but right now I know I'm fully committed to living like that and just seeing where that takes me. Because I do know that in 2020, living in the fear state and living in the, oh, I have to protect myself and, oh, I have to be really careful, that brought me nothing. That brought me a lot of emptiness. Um, it brought a lot of, you know, of an emotional roller coaster. There was frustration. There was sadness. Um, and so... That is definitely something that I am glad to be willing to leave behind. Doesn't mean it's completely gone, but making the choice that I'm willing to leave that behind has definitely been um, amazing for me. And where I'm at right now is just unbelievably amazing. And I am very, very happy that you right now are willing to join me for that ride and join me for that journey and join me for that conversation. Because that's a, that's a conversation that we can both have. You know, you'll have opportunities to be reaching out to me so that we can um, really discuss 
what is going on, what it means for us energetically, um, and, and certain ways that you can, you know, help protect your energetic field. I feel like that sometimes is one of the biggest things that we're not aware of is that, you know, the phases of the moon actually impact us and we have energy that goes through us while the moon is changing her phase every single day where she's waxing into a fullness and then waning into a darkness. And so she actually is right now at a first quarter stage that actually took place today on 11-11. The moon is in Aquarius and the first quarter is very much about that moment when I like to look at the phases of the moon as seeds because I usually try to use the new moon as a time when I set an intention and I I may set a goal. And the goal won't necessarily be something that I need to have done in, you know, 28 or 30 days. It might be something that's going to take longer. But at the new moon is usually the best time to be setting those kind of intentions and using the engaging in those ideas. And then the first quarter of the moon is usually when uh, the way you would plant a seed and the seed breaks open. And so that initial action is taking place that you can actually see. Um, And so that's very much the first quarter of the moon. It's very much about that inspired action, making sure that you're taking something that will actually help you break through to what it is that you're trying to accomplish. And so uh, with an Aquarius moon, That for me, one of the things that you're going to notice on the show is I will, you know, refer to where things are in my birth chart because I know my natal chart very well. And may I say that has taken decades to do. You don't become an astrologer. And then what's interesting is, and I think this is the case with everyone, and this is our humanness. This is the part of the human journey that our spiritual beings are having. And that's that you don't become an astrologer and then suddenly know your chart and say, oh, okay, I'm going to be able to perfectly work with everything here in perfect timing with what the planets are doing at any given time. And so it's amazing that you'll have moments where you're not even thinking about your chart and you're out there doing things. And um, I know I had a major crisis that took place in 2016 into 2017. And it literally was an identity loss and an identity shift that took place. And I can't say that it wasn't something I didn't see happening, but it was one of those things that as it was happening, as this slow 
train wreck was unfolding, I just insisted that it was going to, I was going to fix it. I was going to be able to make it better. I was going to be able to do something and it would be okay. Everything would just be okay. And what was interesting is the universe was just trying to send me a message of like, no, it's not, there's going to be change happening and just embrace it. And so, um, yeah, so that's, you know, this change was happening and I was just insisting I was going to make things better, even though that wasn't going to be the case. And that's what happened. It ended up not being the case. And I remember after the initial trauma and me being able to settle myself into the understanding of, okay, here's where I'm at. Here's, here's what's happening now. Let's, let's move on from here. I do remember that at one point I actually took my chart out, my natal chart out and, and was looking at it. And it was amazing because it was at that point that I realized oh, wow, yeah, this wasn't going to work out. And I was laughing to myself because it really was at that point where I thought, oh, well, you know, I'm not sure that it's very helpful to not be looking at your chart um, prior to getting involved in some huge things that if they go wrong could actually create some real trauma in your life. And so that's been a note to myself to really kind of be very aware now, which I have been over these last several years, just very aware of like where things happen in my chart and what is going on in the um, cosmic sky at the time, you know, that whatever might be happening, how does that impact, you know, where things are for me. And so what's interesting is with the moon in Aquarius, when I knew that I wanted to pick 1111 because of seeing that number so much last year that I, and I was very much determined. I mean, this was one of those things where so much has happened and there's been so many things going on these last several weeks that there really was a moment where I thought, oh, you know what? I wonder if I should just change my date and do a different launch a little later. And there was just a moment where I, I was like, no, I don't want to do that because that would then become easy for me to possibly just keep moving the goal line. And so I just breathed into it and I just allowed myself to put things together and and, and say, this is what's going to happen. And I'm going to allow the universe to show me when is the best time to be doing this or doing that as far as things that I needed to be doing to put the podcast together. And so I knew that coming into this month that I was like, yeah, 11, 11 is happening. <laughs> so Obviously, November 11th was happening anyway, but I thought, yes, the 11-11 launch is happening. 
Um, and then what's great is when you, when you really look at what that number means, the vibration of 1111 really is all about um, the energy of new beginnings and the motivation to move forward. And one of the things that I love is what the energy that's also associated with 1111 is taking an inspired action. And in the class that I'm in, that has probably been the one mantra that the mentors that are working with us um, have said over and over and over again, you know, just take inspired action, do something that helps move your project forward. Um, and they, they say that because what they're very aware of is that our human nature is such that if we don't do something, then it will be easier the next day to not do something. And it'll be easier the day after that to not do something. And so it really does become important to um, our uh, teacher. I love that she just keeps saying, you know, it's allowed to be messy. Just take messy action, but do it because then you're putting that energy out into the universe and saying, this is what I want and this is what I want to do. And no, it's not perfect right now, but here it is. And then I just need you to step in universe and meet me where I'm at and bring the resources that I may need for this to be everything that I want it to be. And that's very much part of the manifestation process. It's very much part of how we call forth into our lives that which we are seeking. And so this being 1111, this being the first quarter moon, I just felt like this was the time to get this uh, podcast up and running, uh, which certainly right now will be the messy podcast up and running. But uh, I hope hopefully each week there will be improvement and hopefully each week that you as the listener will see that and feel that. And hopefully with your engagement with me and our um, communication with each other, that this will really turn into something that will be beautiful and unique and have a way to be able to not only share my voice, but um, help me share the, um, the needs and, and um, desires that you might have in what it is that you want to be hearing from this show. And so that's very much uh, Aquarius energy. So there we have the moon in Aquarius. Um, we have covered what the 1111 for me is certainly all about. Um, and then I guess one of the big things that we're working with right now, if we start, if we go to look at the, the sky map, um, just to cover some things that might be going on is, so today's the 11th, but I, for again, anyone that, and I understand that some of my listeners may not have um, astrology as a background. Astrology might be something you've 
only known about in the sense of a sun sign or a moon sign. Um, and then there might be um, some of you that are, you know, very familiar with the planets and their movements and the aspects that, that, that they take. Um, so yeah, so yesterday, which would have been the 10th, Wednesday the 10th, we had the exact square that took place between Mars and Scorpio, which um, what's interesting with the planets, like I said, for me, it's very much a conversation. And that's kind of how I, for some reason, that's how I visualize it. Even when I'm working with someone's natal chart and I'm trying to get the, the story for them of what it may have been that the planets wanted them to know uh, coming into this coming into this world, I very much see it as a conversation that is taking place between, you know, one planet and another or several planets. And so the energy of that always shows up prior and longer than, than one specific day. Um, you will often hear that, you know, the, the, different things that astrologers are saying where we'll talk about, oh, there's going to be a square or an opposition or, you know, a conjunction. I remember very well for 2020 that the big topic with, and I mean, 2020 was a very unique astrological year. So if you're listening to me and you followed anyone else and still do follow other people, um, I know that the information that you would have gotten for 2020 probably had your your um, mind blown on a lot of different fronts. But I knew we were coming into 2020 with the big astrological conversation of the Saturn conjunction with Pluto. And that took place um, January 12th of 2020. And yet, the energy of that was something that you felt prior to January 12th. And obviously then what ended up happening when we really look at the way 2020 unfolded, um, you can see that certain things happened and they were meant to take place at a particular time and they were going to be with us for a while. And that's one of the takeaways that I really understood about what and I remember in 2019, not knowing completely what it was going to be or fully what it was going to be, but I knew that there was going to be some kind of serious disruption. And because both Saturn and Pluto were involved, what had me concerned is I was, I was concerned because I thought, and whatever this disruption is, it isn't going to be something that's going to be taken care of overnight or in a matter of a week or two or... And so that's part of what astrology can do for you is it can help you realize that no matter what's going on in the sky, it's rarely something where it's just, oh, on this particular day, you have this aspect among these two planets or these three planets or whatever. And no worries, because by the next day, it's all gone and everything will be fine again. 
And so when you have some of these powerhouse planets that really are about trying to uh, invest their energy into the universe for transformational change, it is always something that you feel prior to the actual day that an aspect is taking place. And then certainly for a few days after that happens. And so the big thing that we have um, that took place yesterday was Mars squaring Scorpio. I mean, Mars, I'm sorry, Mars squaring um, Saturn. Mars itself is in Scorpio and uh, Saturn is in Aquarius. And what's interesting for both those planets is they're both in a natural home. Um, Mars is a uh, co-ruler of Scorpio and Saturn is the co-ruler of Aquarius. And so for the both of them, they're sitting in the place that they're comfortable with. And they're then sitting down at a table, basically saying, hey, we need to have a conversation. We need to figure out what we want to do with this energy that we both have and how it is we're going to use that out into the world and then how that may impact us. And so for Mars, Mars is very much that planet of, okay, let's do this. Like, let's get this done. And it's interesting because I love that when I think about it with the class that I've been involved in is there's just been a lot of that, just do it, get it done. It doesn't have to be perfect and you can be going back and tweaking things. You can allow yourself to grow and evolve into, into different states. And so that's one of the things about Mars that I, I'm actually having an appreciation for at a level that I probably didn't in the past. I think for me, I've kind of always looked as at Mars as the, he wants to get it done, but he wants it to be so fast that you pretty much can be just doing something impulsively and you're not going to know until afterwards whether or not it's the best thing to do or not. And Saturn, of course, is the exact opposite, interestingly, because Saturn is very much the planet that wants to say, uh, everybody slow down, hold up, what are we doing, what's going on, what is it you think you're doing, what do you have to prepare yourself for that, and Saturn's very much that you have to make sure that all your I's are dotted and all your T's are crossed and that you can bring to the table this. Um, Saturn's very much the father of time. And so I feel on some level, he's the one that says you have to bring to the table decades of experience and decades of credentials and for you to want to actually achieve anything um, in the form of success. 
And I feel for us the the challenge with that is that we live in a world right now that is moving more at the speed of Mars than than it does at the speed of Saturn. We just move much faster than we have in previous uh, generations and, and, and previous times. And so I feel that Saturn is the planet that is still trying to find ways to say to us, no, 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 not so fast. What is it you think you're doing? Um, And so, yeah, the conversation that, you know, is very much taking place and has been, you know, certainly in the last week or so, I would, I have felt their energy. And I, I think that most people, if you've, if you've been finding yourself feeling tense, if you've been finding yourself feeling anxious and not really able to pinpoint why, not fully understanding that you might not have a specific event that was happening at, and, at a specific time that would have you feeling that way, then you very much are experiencing the energy of these planets in motion and for Mars it's very much that planet of it needs to get done it needs to get done now and I'm not waiting around for anyone to give me permission to make a move and Saturn is very much the planet that is almost because it is all about longevity and because it's all about expertise, um, Saturn's very much the planet that wants you to confer with it prior to making a decision. And that sometimes can show up in the forms of self-doubt and fear and procrastination where we get into those states of, well, you know, I don't have this quite ready, or I don't have this equipment, or I don't have this particular resource, or my money's a little tight right now. And so that's very much that Saturn energy, where we start looking at all the things that we feel we don't have, and that they become then the reasons why we don't do something, where we don't make a move. And when that energy takes hold of you, it can be very powerful. Uh, That analysis paralysis is very much Saturn energy. So if you've been experiencing that, um, certainly over the last year, that's who you have to thank for that. I know for me, that's actually something that's in my makeup So I have to watch when I get into those states where I just start thinking, oh, well, let me do this and, and, oh, well, maybe I could do it this way or that way or, and then I end up with five different ways and then actually don't end up doing any of them. And so, again, it just shows you that uh, to even be here and, and having the honor of sharing, um, space with you on, on something that I, I cherish deeply, 
uh, it's amazing when I really think about it. And so, um, again, I want to thank everyone for, for tuning in. Um, and so getting back to the sky though, Mars is in Scorpio until December 15th. So Mars is going to hang out there for a while. Uh, I actually, personally, I'm finding that to be working for me. I just feel like Mars is giving me not only the energy that I need to be getting things done, but he is tapping into my um, courage storage unit and really kind of helping me dig down deep, um, which Scorpio itself is a sign that allows you to do that. And it helps you to do that. It wants you to de- to dig down into your, you know, the deepest, the deepest parts of yourself. Like Scorpio will ask you, what is it that you have to share? And then it will say, no, what is it that you truly have to share? That you deeply have to share? Not just something that um, you can pull out of your head. Uh, Scorpio very much is the sign that wants you to reach into your soul and reach into your spirit and say, no, this, this is it. This is what I have. Um, and this is what I want to share. And so I feel like Mars being in there right now, it's very much the agent of change and that you have a better chance of that change actually happening because of Mars being in Scorpio. Um, because the other thing too with Mars is that Mars does have a competitive energy to it. And so I think sometimes that can work for us, especially if you're working on projects um, within a group, because it isn't, as long as you're using that competitiveness in a healthy way, then it is that, that space and that energy where you can be spurred on to do something. And um, as long as that's the energy that's being used, then that is certainly something that is very, um, very positive to be working with. Um, And then Saturn itself, like I said, is very much the one that wants us to have the self-discipline and the structure. The one thing that's very positive right now about Saturn that, I, Saturn is also very big about having boundaries and Saturn feels like he's the one that needs to teach you how to have those boundaries. And so he will often bring lessons and challenges into your life to say, here's what you need to know about the best way to spend your money or the best way to spend your time or the best way to engage in in love with and and in other relationships with people, intimacy. Um, Saturn very much wants us to say, wants us to look at our life and say, where is it that we need to say a healthy no? Um, but that being said, Saturn can be the one that at that at the moment where you are trying to set up the boundaries, what you need to be careful is that they're not, they're not in such a way where you yourself end up getting trapped in movement or lack of movement. 
Um, and that's depending on where Saturn is in your chart. Um, that is one of the challenges that it can bring about is that the fear and the self-doubt can almost just innately be there. And, you know, what's interesting is that we usually can, we spend our life and we, and we, you know, we, we garner all these experiences and it's easy to look at those experiences to say, oh, well, that's where my fear came from, or that's where my critic, my inner critic came from. And in some situations, what it is, is that the energy of that fear and the energy of that inner critic was given birth at the time of your birth and that it exists in the, the natal chart where you can see it and then you can understand, oh, that no matter what you would do, you would have found yourself looking at your accomplishments and looking at anything that you that you did and, and not finding satisfaction in it and, and not finding joy in it. Um, and so Saturn is very much the planet that you need to be able to know where it is at in your chart and understand how is it that you can work with it on a positive level. And one of the positive levels obviously is the, you know, helping you create self-discipline and helping you create healthy boundaries so that if you really do have a goal, that it is something that you can work with and then in a loving way, find the time and the space that you need to be able to create that. Um, so I feel very much that the conversation that's taking place with Mars and Saturn right now and and will be over, you know, probably just a, a few more days. I think by, this is Thursday, I think by the time we get into Monday or, or Tuesday of next week, you'll feel that energy, um, y that energetic grip, so to speak. You'll feel that loosening, um, which will be good because it'll be loosening just in time for Mars to then oppose Uranus, which uh, Uranus is in Taurus and has been um, for the past couple years. And so uh, for anyone that was wondering the, you know, just the whole way that we, the whole way that the structure of how we earn has shifted um, literally under our feet, uh, Uranus is definitely someone that played a part in helping bring that about. Um, so the Mars uh, opposition to Uranus will be coming up next week on the 17th. And so you almost have this energy of, okay, here's this, this energy with Mars and Saturn and Saturn having more of this dense energy and, and, and wanting to get Mars to slow down and sit down so it can, you know, say, here's what's going to happen. And then literally a few days later, a few days later, you are going to have Mars and Uranus sitting down and saying the same thing. Um, and we will get more into the conversation that Mars and Uranus will be having possibly, um, possibly having, um, in the show that we'll be doing next week. And so that brings us to the end of my first episode of Rooted in Starlight. Again, I want to thank everyone that has tuned in. 
Um, please make sure that you send me a message and let me know your thoughts and feelings on the show. If there's something that you want me to discuss, um, a topic that you want me to um, make sure that I include, uh, I would appreciate you reaching out to me and letting me know that. And you're going to, you'll be able to be messaging me um, from here, um, from the podcast, but you can also reach me at rootedinstarlight at gmail.com. And again, that's rootedinstarlight at gmail.com. And you can find me on Instagram. And on Instagram, you're going to find me under my full name of Trisha.Morrissey.31. Trisha.Morrissey.31. Um, you can catch me on Facebook under uh, Trisha Morrissey as well. And if you are interested, I can include you in my Rooted in Starlight Facebook page. Uh, which I do have as well. And I just wanted to, again, thank everyone. Um, I will see you, or I will certainly be speaking to you next week. Um, and I want to leave with an um, affirmation for you, which is very much, uh, I think, apropos for the title of this podcast and and what it is that I follow and believe in and um and that is reach high for the stars lie hidden in your soul dare to dream because that's where the magic is so thank you for joining me again reach out to me and please let me know your thoughts um so that we can evolve this podcast together and that it can be something that can really serve and help people um, who are looking to uh, understand a new way to understand how beautiful and unique we all are and how our spiritual journey in these human bodies can unfold to the fullest. So thank you. I appreciate you. And take care, everyone.